0: hello students welcome back to a lore of the iron kings with me professor caster today we'll be talking about some cadoran special jacks i call them special because they were both made from a chassis that gives them the ability to pathfinder using a heavy boiler that allows them to put a little more power in their moves as well making these two particular jacks ideal for the forest battles especially in thornwood and the bloodstone marches where the ground is not always um, stable to be able to run around for most Cadoran Jacks, who are very limited in their amount of movement. But these guys are different. These guys are speed incarnate. At least considering they are Cadoran Jacks, so in retrospect, they're all pretty slow, but these guys are speedier than the rest. Of course, we were talking about the Kodiak and the Growler. And let's begin with the Kodiak, since it was the first rendition of this particular chassis. Initial service date 547 AR, Height 11 feet 9 inches, Weight 11.2 tons, Fuel 990 pounds, General use 6 hours, Combat use 75 hours most likely due to that heavy boiler, Armaments twin armored fists. The Kodiak was inspired by the tenacity of the 5th Border Legion, which refused to admit defeat at the end of the First Thornwood War. Having learned many harsh lessons in that conflict, the High Command realized that the Kadoran Arsenal required an all-terrain weapon that could negotiate the dense forest. Thus the Kodiak was conceived, a Jack capable of smashing its way through heavy foliage before delivering crushing blows with its reinforced fist. Almost nothing can withstand the steam-driven assault of Kodiak set into action. The Jack barely notices obstacles and other terrain impediments. Its huge boiler grants the jack increased speed as needed to traverse the span of the battlefield and enables the Kodiak to exhale clouds of superheated vapor that to scold nearby troops and envelop itself in a broiling fog. Once battle is met, the Kodiak's hammer-like fists are powerful enough to crumple the steel plating of heavy warjack holes. Because it carries no weapons, the Kodiak is adept at grappling enemy warjacks, slamming them to the ground and hurling them through the air with ease. With such wide utility, the Kodiak can be found in service throughout the Motherland's armies, as staunch a fighter as the soldiers that gave rise to it. The Kodiak was one of the first Warjacks that I saw outside of the regular Juggernaut and Destroyer chassis. and this thing is quick and very useful, especially if the enemy likes to, say, pop up trees themselves, because this guy doesn't see trees. Well, he sees them, but they don't really stop him in his approach. Uh, his heavy boiler, of course, makes him move at least a little bit faster. His vent steam—I've seen broil men alive—and yeah, yeah, it's usually usually not not uh, not ideal to be this close to him because, unlike some explosions, his steam will stay active for quite a while, even scolding people that just happen to just walk by where he just was. And yeah, it was, it's it's pretty gross to try to get through that. And his ability with his fist, just being open fist and just having armored stuff on the end of it, does give him a lot of utility and be able to throw people and wrestle people. And outside of outside of lore in MK3, it used to allow him to grapple people's weapon arms and just beat on them without them being able to use their weapons. So that was very useful back in like Mark 1. But speaking of the marks, let's see what the difference is between Mark. 3 and Mark 4 of the Kodiak. As per usual, the speed of a Kodiak is a 4, and his mat is 7. No rat anymore because, well, he doesn't have any range weapons, so it's not necessary for him. Uh, still defense 10, still armor 20. Um, he still is a heavy boiler, which gives him a plus 2 speed while running, so he still gets going pretty quick and much quicker in Mark 4 since the average speed is a plus 5 movement instead of just double speed. Which gets this guy up to an 11 speed, which is still, you know, pretty magnificent for him. And his vent steam is still pretty much the same. However, it's a little smaller now since um, all cloud effects have now moved down to a three-inch template as well. So just a little less than his original Mark III, that was a four-template. Uh, but it still is a auto a pound 12 to anybody within his range, both living and dead models and it stays active for one round, so that's a good amount of steam waiting for people to run into. Um, He still has smash and grab as his double armored fist chain attack, so after he hits a model twice, he can pick him up and chuck him, if he so chooses. And his arms are still the same amount of damage, so this guy did not take very much changes outside of him being a little bit faster in Mark IV, so that's great. And he still has Pathfinder too. So, almost the exact same model. Let's move on. Let's get into the Growler Kodor Heavy Warjack. Initial service date 605 AR. Height 11 feet 11 inches. Weight 11.8 tons. Fuel load 1,050 pounds. General use 6 hours. Combat use 70 hours. Most likely due to the heavier boiler. Armaments this guy gets an auto cannon and piston hammer over that in a moment of what those entail. Unhindered by terrain, this deceptively fast machine often leads the charge into enemy lines. The heavy warjack can charge across or through any obstacle in its way, with bursts of speed unexpected from anything its size and weight. Such capabilities make the Growler ideal for supporting fast-moving Cadoran forces. Since this warjack first entered service in 605AR, The Kadoran Mechanic Assembly has produced the design in ever greater number to bolster the nation's fighting forces across Western Amoran. Though the Kodiak has long been touted as one of the finest achievements in Kadoran engineering, and rightfully so, the Growler is renowned for its integrated advanced weapon systems. The machine combines a rapid-fire cannon and devastating melee capabilities with its powerful steam engines, enabling it to reach the best vantage points to rain down the heavy fire into the opposition. Growler Cannon can deliver a truly withering rate of fire, even in close combat, while its thunderous piston hammer strikes with the force of falling comments, pounding targets into scrap or stringy pulp. The concussive force of the hammer can easily knock aside any target, leaving it vulnerable to a full fury of the warjacks' cannon. The Growler serves as a swift deterrent when armies must claim objectives quickly, rather than as a replacement for jacks like Juggernaut or the Destroyer which Kodor will surely continue to produce for generations to come. Typically, the mighty Warjack is deployed as part of a Warcaster's battle group at the head of the Ghidoran Advance and along with the nation's disputed border, where its mobility and sheer firepower can be used to greatest effect. While the ability to swiftly traverse any terrain, the Growler has been especially valuable to the Motherland's forces in Thornwood and other challenging landscapes. And this guy is a no-joke type of warjack. His hammer fist flies through anything. It's the equivalent of an axe. However, his (laughs) piston actually has the concussive force to slam people just hitting them, or at least knock them down and push them back, which for any Cadoran Jack, the moment you knock somebody down, it does a lot better for you since you do not have a super high mat. Uh, Also, his autocannon shoots a lot. It is an autocannon D3 plus 2, which means he can start pumping out 5 power 12 shots, which can clear out most small units or low armored units for that attack. Also, he has dual attack, which in the Mark IV, all warjacks have dual attack, so it's not super special for this guy yet. But, you know, back then it was actually making this guy crazy good. And he has a heavy boiler too, which means he runs in Mark IV at an 11 as well. But let's discuss his Mark 3 to Mark 4 changes, shall we? Alrighty. Looks like his autocannon is only a D3 plus one this time, instead so of D3 plus two. However, that is because a lot of people that use the autocannon style weapons have something called volume fire now, which means their attack and damage rolls are increased depending on how large the base size is. And this one actually gains a plus one to his attack and damage rolls. Making his rat a 5, which is really good for a Warjack and Kodor. And his damage is a 13. However, when he's tech a large base model, it actually goes up to a rat of 6 and a POW 14, which makes him a killer of Warjacks now with that cannon at a D3 plus one shot. So that's very good to start weathering down people with any kind of weapon like this. Also, he has Gunfighter. Well, not Gunfighter. He has, they have two different versions of guns now. They have one gun that allows you to shoot outside of melee into somebody else that's near you. Or they have your gun that can shoot in melee with you and not suffer any negative effects. He has the not suffering any negative effects while abusing his gun on the person he's attacking. Which is great because, you know, you can just clear right through him. Um, Outside of this, his stat line is almost identical. Still a speed 4, a mat 7. Uh, defense 10, arm 20, uh, of course, all warjacks and war Beasts have dual attack now, uh, His he still has an open fist, of course, so he can pick people up, throw them around, do whatever he needs to do with that, and then his piston hammer is still the same, however, his piston hammer has a plus 2 reach weapon now on it, which allows him to get a little bit more range. Not sure if they're gonna nerf that, they probably will, but we'll see what happens since he just came out, and they usually get these guys pretty good when they just come out. Uh, Still a POW 18, and still has the RAM ability on it, which pushes somebody back one inch, knocks them down, and allows him to move up one inch to follow. So he is still a super deadly warjack, although he is one of the more expensive warjacks outside of character warjacks, which, you know, as you're probably aware, points matter in this game, so, and he is worth every point. Alrighty class, well that does it for the specialty jacks of the Kadorn army. Next time we talk about the war warjacks, we'll actually be going over all the K'doran character warjacks, all the Kadorn jacks that have had their cortexes uh, etched with some kind of character. So we will be going over those next time we go over K- Kodor. But next week we're actually going to be finishing out the Heavy wolds for the Circle Oberos, so look forward to reading through their lore as well. Alright, also a special thank you to Chair Press for letting us read their phenomenal lore and a special thank you to you guys who listen and download and watch and like and comment and subscribe to the channel. Without you guys there'd be no point reading these, but with you here we are. Also as homework as always, please let your friends and fellow gamers know so we can keep increasing the class size and keep this train rolling as well please make any comments if you want to hear about anybody who's not in the Kodor or circle obro sphere we will make a video on them as quickly as we can to kind of flesh out more of the iron kingdoms lore a little quicker but it really depends on your guys's comments so let me know ask questions let's get it going and as always class dismissed